it was normal for me to be pulled out of bed as a child. It was normal for me to be like floating. It was actually worse as a child because I didn't have the defenses and I didn't have the vocabulary to like explain what was happening or to explain what I was thinking, feeling, or like smelling or to tell people to, or when I say people, I mean no longer living folks to like leave me alone. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Can we stop talking about you for a second and talk about my cool haircut? Yes, I love your cool haircut. I love it. So happy. You should be. It's. I was like, listen, we're both from the 90s. Yes. I went to see a stylist in town who also used to live in Williamsburg in Brooklyn at the same time I did. Okay. And we're about the same age. Love it. And I was like, just think like 90s, I had to do it myself. When Wet and Wild only had the one blue nail polish in the world, <laughs> like wow. we need to go. <laughs> that just brought me back to a moment in time, being in Catholic school and my dad yeah. saying, you are not wearing blue nail polish to school. And me being a moody teenager instead painted them with whiteout. Oh, yeah. We talked about painting them with whiteout too yep. and then drawing things on them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We had a really nice like time travel while I was Ugh. getting my hair cut and I was like yeah it it should look like my patented rusty scissors special um I just so she fucking killed it so uh Marissa at Freebirds Freebird Salon in Long Beach California rules I love that oh hang on before we get too far into things I'm Emily oh and I'm Joy and this is the the Residuals. Residuals. We have an announcement at the top. Um, We've had a Twitter page for a a while. And as of this week, we no longer have it. We deactivated it because uh, Elon Musk and all the other uh, nice people on there can go fuck themselves. We don't need it. We don't need it. (laughs) We didn't really (laughs) use it that much anyway. No, we didn't Um, really. The other thing, um, corrections corner, Mm. um, last episode I was talking about like I, I said the word overarching and this has been driving me crazy because I looked <laughs> it up since then. Apparently overarching is not a word. Oh. I was incorrect. If you need to write the date down, I understand. I was incorrect. Oh God. And it's overarching. Oh. And it's been, <laughs> it's been really bothering me. I'm so sorry. I almost I'm, took I... it out when I was editing and really? I was like, no. Sometimes you just have to fucking be wrong. You know so. what? It's a learning moment for all of us. I'm really proud of you for owning that. Thanks. You you you're doing you're doing the Lord's work. Thanks. Google told me overarching is not a word in English. Well, thanks. Think Google. about all of the words that have been added to the dictionary. <laughs> overarching in there. <laughs> like super pumped. 
let's add another word hate of irregardless. Uh, that's in there. Didn't they put that in there? They did. Oh, God damn it. But that's like, it's, it doesn't, it's so, it's so wrong. It hurts my head. I can't with that word. Also on my word hate list is upcycled. Yeah. Upcycled. Upcycled. I hate upcycled. And obviously every everyone's favorite word hate, moist. And hey, no, no, stop. No, never again. I'm sorry. No, I'm drawing the fucking line. No, never again. Um, and panties. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Can I tell you a story about that mst word? Quick. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was mst, no, I don't I don't fucking say that word. Um when <laughs> um when I was like in my twenties, I think my sister was probably in her late teens, early twenties. And I asked her for her email address and it was never say, mst, but like the whole word at like AOL or Yahoo or whatever the fuck it was. And I didn't know that she hated it at the time. <gasps> Somehow it had like not come up when we were in the same place. And we were just like, oh, I hate that word. You hate that word. I hate that word too. The word Love is terrible. It. It was just one of the funniest moments. So that was her email address. <laughs> I love that so much. Love you, Baba. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, I met someone who actually has a haunted doll. <gasps> really? Yes. Yes. Oh. And it's not just let's get a creepy old doll and maybe it's haunted. No, it's haunted. It's haunted. Really? Yes. Where did they get it? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. I immediately thought of you oh, and uh, and your boyfriend, Zach Bagans. Oh, God. I still got to email Joel. I'm such an asshole. Um, oh, yes. I was just watching the new um, Ghost Adventures episodes, mm-hmm, the ones mm-hmm. they just came out with. They did a whole two-parter on uh, the Los Feliz murder house. Isn't it not really haunted or is it haunted? Is it? Well, I mean, the the actual, like, horrific, yeah, that was where the doctor did, like, the murder-suicide and tried to, like, kill his whole family. Jesus. That happened. Christmas morning. Yeah, that happened. But there's been a lot of, like, and the Christmas tree and presents are all still there. And it's like, no, "No, that's not, that's not true. Well, also, it's recently been purchased. It was purchased this year, I believe. You can't see it on Google um, maps or whatever the shit street view mm. um i tried to look it up because i was like i know i went by one of those houses but i think i went by the la bianca house when oh. i used to live over that way one of those other um, murder houses in los Feliz. yeah one of those yeah. other weird fucking places in los Feliz. uh not to mention the whole like black dahlia i was just gonna thing, say which maybe, is over there you also know, don't forget it's on a fault los Feliz i know is on i a know fault. Mm. cecil hotel episode we talked about that we did with indeed. hadley um, I yeah, I want to get sort of maybe we'll do a, a Los Feliz fault line special sometime because it'd be cool to like map that out. Um, and that's at least easy for at least one of us to go like take some pictures and actually drive around. Yeah. Um, but they did a two-parter that was really interesting. They used this new like mapping, like 3D mapping technology. They had a company come in and like map the entire house inside and out. So they made a 3D generated version of the entire structure and outside. That's some crime scene stuff. Yeah. And then they went in again. They went in three times and there was, I won't, I'm not going to spoil, but there was an anomaly that was pretty fucking weird on it. (gasps) 
That's okay. a good one. Okay. And there was another one about a high school that was like built on a cemetery. Is that, is that in Los Feliz? <laughs> no, you'd think. No, I think it's Arizona. Okay. But that episode was really good too. Um, they had, you know, sometimes like they're they're you know, he, not every single one is a great episode. Sometimes you have a dud. Sure, we have some duds. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. They're all fabulous. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one thing I haven't requested in a while of our listeners mm-hmm. is if they can go and rate and review us. Maybe oh, I have. Yeah. Rate and review us. Do you yeah. like us? Do you like, do you really like, because I need validation. Um I'm a Leo. She I does. Need you. I need you to validate. She wants you to look at her and pet her head and tell her she did a good job. I do. I do. I need hugs. <laughs> um, go rate and review us on your streaming platform. Tell your friends. Write us in at our email address and not on social media because we do not have the bandwidth to check that. Um I'll keep up with it. But yeah, um, rate and review us on ye oldie iTunes. Mm-hmm. Shopee. Um, and that would be really wonderful. We'd really like it. Go buy our stuff on Tee Public. It's in the link tree. Yes. It's really cute. Wear my yes. silly face photoshopped onto <gasps> a stuffed animal. <gasps> oh, my God. There she is. Oh, my God. Bianca's <laughs> coming to us from a lovely remote island paradise. I know someone who knows how to make an entrance. Welcome to Tahiti. <laughs> oh my god excellent hi emily it's nice to finally meet you it's so nice to meet you too listeners bianca and i are friends irl like we've like known each other since before i started doing this podcast with emily we've we met in new york city yeah since before you had enzo actually yeah before you were pregnant yeah a long time <laughs> it, was, it was it was this tattoo was our first tattoo and then uh, I was like, oh, you're going to be my friend. And she didn't fight it. So <laughs> no, I was like, this sounds great. Bring it on. I made her be my friend too. When she moved here, I went <laughs> over to her apartment and brought coffee. And I just, I told her we were yep. going to be friends. She <laughs> had no choice. Exactly right. I feel like this is a theme. It's <laughs> Stockholm syndrome at this point. She's like, oh yeah, no, we're friends. Yeah. Just beating her into submission fine i mean it's a theme now enzo's in charge of me so i get it (laughs) yeah yeah he's in charge of most of us um i did bianca let me do this really cool tattoo on her but we tattooed in the historical society museum as part of an exhibit yeah i was at a museum i was it was great that i could make the joke that i was old enough to be in a fucking museum i loved it I love that. And it's gorgeous. But it was like a live tattoo exhibit. And there were people just sitting there watching me tattoo her. I was like behind a rope, you know, we're just, (sighs) it was so cool. I have to show you pictures. It was very fun. That's amazing. We'll have to put that on our social medias. Yeah, that was February 2017. April. I have the pictures. I have the pictures and everyone loves this. This is the, the tattoo that everyone stops me over. It's like the the thing, and I don't know if you've ever been tattooed by Joy, but I will. I don't think most people have our relationship like this. I just don't tell her what to do. I'm not in charge here. <laughs> I have a. That's the best kind of tattoo client relationship. I have a space shuttle. 
I have a space shuttle on my arm, oh, yeah, which I did. And it same thing. Everyone stops me. Oh my God, that's amazing. Thing is, I also actually fell asleep within the first few minutes of her starting. You two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This God. All the time. Feather like I fell asleep. She's done three tattoos for me at the same time. Um, and I just like sleep and like roll over and it's great <laughs> and it's fine. And I don't even text her like ideas. I send her like a sentence and I'm like, hey, just figure it out. You're, yeah. you're, you'll be fine. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, great. Awesome. All right. Do you, do you care what it looks like? No, not really. No, so just I'm sure it'll be better. I'm just yeah. here to spend time with you. That's all. That's literally <laughs> the only reason I got tattooed. <laughs> I used to have a client who, when I was like new at tattooing, when I was working in Swansea, Massachusetts, she used to come in with like whatever money she had and she'd be like I have $70 I don't care what you add to this tattoo I just really need to talk to you and it was yeah. like and we didn't see each other outside of the shop she's like I just need to come because you heard the whole thing about this thing with my boyfriend and like I just need to talk to you because of your advice so I'm really good at giving advice I'm terrible at figuring out my own shit so just nobody fucking at me about what about that one time you made that really terrible decision about men for 25 years i know it's not me yeah <laughs> but she is tattoo esp that's the yes. difference is I that will. she can pick out what i'm thinking in my head when i don't have the words for it and then whatever i'm thinking she makes it 10 times better and i'm like this is why i don't need to send you anything because you're this is you're smarter than me and this is what you do so i'm just going to leave it up to the expert here all right okay thank you i love you i'm embarrassed now we're not here to talk about what a great tattoo artist i am take it joy take it i know right like (laughs) thank you thank you you're welcome i love you you. um what we are here for though bianca has some like mind-blowing stories about paranormal stuff Mm. and before um i mean she's told me some of the things that have happened but i figure we'll just start with whichever one you want to open with or if you want to do background i don't know how you want to do this but she has a lot to talk about i am i have a lot of things yeah i i think it's important to like note that i am a special individual who sees and talks to people that not everyone sees and talks to. And there are just things that I know and things that I see. And so like, this has been my entire life. It's like pretty normalized in my family. Um, I'm the one, if I say, I need you not to do something for X, Y, and Z that people like look at me sideways and they're like, okay. And like, they just don't do it because (laughs) you just need to trust that I know something that you don't know. So that's just a place to start like so um (laughs) I've been seeing things my entire life um I've been taught things people um it's kind of creepy to say but my specialty is children who have passed away I tend to see a lot of children a lot of the time uh which is really really creepy I'm sure that's hard emotionally on you as well it is and it's not I think that people 
in just generally in life, either you know death or you don't know death, right? right? Either you have mm-hmm. tons of experiences with it or you've had very little and it's a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. I am part of the group that has had tons of experiences with death. So from like a very early age, I lost my dad when I was two. I've lost mm-hmm. like my sister. I've lost like a variety of people in my life. Um, but because of that in therapy, um, I'm able to process death, I think, a little bit differently. So while it's sad, it's also just like a natural part of life for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually more uncomfortable when I can't see them because then I feel more alone and like out of control, if that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. So it's like the, your, your constant company. Yeah. Because you're yeah. never truly alone. See, I've felt like that before, but I don't like see things around generally. Like once in a while, I think there have been a few things, but like I'm not accustomed to having like something walk through my living room. Like that would really disarm me a bit. Um, But the feeling of there being other things, people, energies around me, I've also said like, oh, no, I feel like I'm never really alone. I don't like that. It makes me very uncomfortable. I need my alone That's because you're English. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) But people have like, usually it's like one versus the other. I'm just an individual who has multiple like things. So I can, so if you think about like your five senses, usually if someone has like an extra one, they usually have just like one extra. They'll see things or they'll know things or they'll smell things or whatever the case might be. Right. I have a few of them. So Ooh. I see things, I hear things, I can mm-hmm. smell things, I know things. Um, I did I say here, I don't know if I said here, I can yes. hear conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's just like this level of just intuition that I have in connection with like other people. So like my grandmother and I were super close. Um, and I remember there was like one day she got into like a fender bender, but this was like the, the age for cell phones. I had no idea, but I knew I, I was calling my mom at work and said, something is wrong with Ma. Like something is wrong with my grandmother. You need to find her. You mm-hmm. need to get her. And she had gotten into a fender bender, but there was no reason or no way that I would have known I was in school. I was like mm-hmm. in elementary school and stuff like that. So this is like my typical like life. And it was something that your family was okay talking about is like, it a generational th- sorry to interrupt is it a generational thing yes it's completely generational so okay. my grandmother was sorry, stronger and okay. no you're you guys are on the right page but my grandmother was stronger and more powerful than i am my mom has um just like just some level of stuff she can she does things in different ways my aunt has different abilities but uh, my younger cousin is also probably closer to me when it comes to like the abilities and stuff. So we have like a range. So this was very normal in my family. I wasn't crazy. I wasn't seen as crazy. It was like, let's talk about it. Let me right. give you tips and tricks on how to like manage it because it can be overwhelming, especially as a child. So important. And so like such a beautiful way to not alienate a child who already feels a little weird because yeah. like I would have times when I was little where I'd feel something or like sense something or just that like knowing of like something's off and I don't know what it is but I don't know that I would have had the like 
confidence to go to the people at school and be like, I need the phone. I need you to call my mom and I need you to tell her this. Like my school, first of all, would have been like, go back to class. No, like, <laughs> no, we only listen to Jesus here. I need you to go sit back. Oh boy. Um, But it's really important that like, it's not something that shut out, like whether the family believes in it or not, you know, listen to your kids. Yeah. I also have a cousin who she and I are like within months of each other. She and I are very similar in these respects. Um, And her like uh, immediate family did not deal with it the same as the way that my family dealt with. Um, And so she actually at one point like institutionalized herself because she thought she was going crazy. And so there's like, a yeah, there's a lot of things that if we have like very similar upbringings, like we are very close, like, to the point that when she does my kids, she's a hairdresser. When she does my hair, there's like electricity that passes through the two of us. And like, it's insane. And it, like when we're together, we're stronger together. But our upbringings were wildly different because mine was accepted and just talked about. And hers, she was made to feel like she was crazy. And there was something seriously wrong because she's seeing things or knowing things that nobody else is seeing. Yeah. yeah. What um, What side of your family was she my mother so if she's from your mom's side and your mom is uh, like in tune and your grandma's in tune and it has passed it's passed down from the female side right on your family Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. then it's for me it's odd that because is it is it your uncle or your aunt neither so it is so it's like my grandmother's cousin it's like my grandmother's cousin so it's like so if you think of the family tree it's split from my grandmother okay okay and so um so there's like they're the same we're close we're similar but like nuclearly we're very different okay it's not a first cousin situation that's like a great whatever second cousin once removed thing yeah i'm still trying to figure out how that works it's hard listen there's like 90 million of us i don't even know they're all cousins (laughs) i only have like one second cousin that my dad talks about incessantly and that is fucking bono from you too because my grandfather had like 10 siblings because irish catholic and one of them was bono's grandfather and my dad is like my dad's big thing he's like well you know Paul Hewson, do you know who he is? Yeah, he's an, and I'm like, what What do you want to do with this information? Are we going to show up at one of his concerts and be like, check out our genealogy. Look at the tree. Yeah. Look at the tree, Bob. Throw a, throw a 23 and me on the stage. We're coming. <laughs> hey, give me your job. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> awesome. Sorry, so yeah, to- so I have yeah. I have ADD, so I tend to go off topic very easily. Um, that's why I'm here. Yeah, that's what Joyce. So, do you want to? Do you feel like that's a sufficient foundation for? I think so. Getting I into it. the the stories. Yeah. This is fascinating. Oh, it's I am, so good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited it's, about today. <laughs> it's like you are a unicorn when it comes to all of the shit like we've had people on that have like one or maybe two like they'll see like they'll feel it or they'll you know kind of see it you've got like the whole kit and caboodle 
going on. Yeah. Which I got stories I, for days. It's amazing. Let's get into it. So I guess I'm trying to think of where I would start. I can start where my current apartment, my current apartment. Um, yes, please. Is, I know you love this story. <laughs> so my apartment is what I would like to describe as a Starbucks um, with the amount of people who are coming in and out of <gasps> this particular apartment. I say that because my last apartment was a dead zone. It was the first time I felt completely dead in a house and cut off from my additional senses. When I would leave the house, I would still have them. Mm -hmm. But in the house itself, it felt very dead. And it just definitely led to a lot of additional depression that I had. I have a question. Do you think anyone did like a ceiling ritual or something? That's what I was just going to ask. They did. We do a paranormal show. It makes sense. Good point. (laughs) I can tell you. So, okay. So in the last apartment, um, there was there was nothing. It was dead to me. I couldn't feel anything. I felt cut off. Um, but there was one night that um, my front, my bedroom window faced the front, like the front, the outside, like the the street and stuff like that. And so I'm laying in my bed and I'm facing the window. And it's the middle of the night, and all of a sudden I see like what the only way I could describe it would be like jail bars on the window but like on the outside so like you you guys live in LA you know what it's hard, like with the, with yeah, the yeah. window bars and stuff like that and it looked like that but it was bright and it was bright because there was someone floating outside of my window and it was not someone that should have been there it was not like a oh nice individual to be there um a really great example of what this individual looked like is the ring um <laughs> do the ring but as an adult Okay. There was just no face. Um, there was eyes, there was no mouth and they were honestly just like floating and like kind of like poking around to see what they were seeing, but it was fine because I know what to do. Right. Like I keep myself in like, if you think of like Harry Potter, when they're like in like little bubbles and stuff like that, I walk around every time I have to leave the house, anytime I go in public, like, you know, San Francisco, New York city, anytime then I'm around people with energy. I have to encapsulate myself in this little bubble. Otherwise, I'll pick stuff up and bring it home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was fine because my bedroom and my apartment is also encapsulated in this bubble. So in my head, if I were to describe it to you, it would look like a net that's just like lit up like neon. Um, so like it's like um, it's like it's you don't obviously see it, but if I were to look at it and like a different eye then I would see like, like a net protecting my apartment. And then I have um, a like, uh, you know, those white air conditioners that you see in like hotels, especially in Europe that just go up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So in my head, I also have that as well. Because if someone happens to get through the net, I need to filter out the bad people. So in my head, it like sucks them out and shoots them outside and it gets rid of them. Otherwise, they're in this net and they're stuck with me. And what will happen is I will be attacked in my sleep. I will be lifted off my bed. Like a variety of other things happen on the regular Emily's face. <laughs> Sorry. It, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen, we just talked about sleep paralysis last week. And I thought that was scary. This is some, like, next level Enfield haunting shit. Yeah. I, amazing. Like, I've, I've been lifted off the bed. I've been pulled 
Um, I've like felt people get into bed with me. I've been held down. Um, it really like it's a, the 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 way that for me that I can really it's like the, the space in between sleep and awake when you're really like in that meditative state. Even when I get like my lashes done and I'm just like calm and like laying there, the woman who does my lashes, I see like family members of hers. I see like different things and it just she's touching me so it like flashes across my face and I like I haven't said anything to her, but I've seen like her aunt and I saw like a like a like a male figure yesterday when she did my lashes last night. Actually. <laughs> oh my god. And I just I just don't say things because not everyone, you know, is there and willing to accept. And it's also kind of like odd to be like, so your aunt, did she look like this? And she died a few years ago. And oh you know what I mean? like, it's, it's really odd to say to people. Um, so, but yeah, so it, it just happened. So I like, so I have it and I filter it out and do all these things. So going back to my apartment, I'm in this apartment and it's, like this person's outside and they're essentially just like probing me. Like if you were to think of someone to take their finger, it just like poke into sorry. like your aura. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I do not, I do not have a filter with my facial expressions. I'm so sorry in advance. But this is like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so glad it records video too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please forgive me. This is, oh my God. Like, like she's probing you like an alien. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Oh my God. It's to my, but it's like to my spiritual right. part. Of, so like, so she is like probing and just like, I, I don't think that, and I say she, because it felt like feminine energy to me, because you okay. can usually tell the difference. Um, but it felt like she was just poking around. Like she wasn't intending harm. She just didn't think I could see her. And she didn't think that I would be aware of her. And so when I, I like turned my body and like looked at her and I was like, what are you doing? <gasps> and she was like, oh, let's sit here for a little bit while longer. And like, now I really want to see what's happening. And so it's like, she just sat, she couldn't come through because there were those bars that right. I was talking about, those like invisible bars. So she couldn't come into the house. But she was actively outside of the house and she was actively outside of the bedroom window um, and just like trying to figure out who the hell I am and like how I can see her because I don't think she expected me to be able to see her because so, it's not her typical experience. I have a question. If mm -hmm. she couldn't get in, right? And there's like this, whatever, two questions actually. Um, how was she able to probe if there's like this thing? And do you think that the former occupant of the apartment, she's the reason that they had to do this protective? I don't think she's the reason they had to do the protective thing. Um, I live in Oakland. It's a very old city. There was like, you know, there's lots of things that happen. So who knows what happened there before me? Um, I don't know why they put up this dead zone. I hated it. I, it just felt horrible to me. Um, I never would have done it. I think there's other ways of like managing it besides making it a dead zone. Um, in terms of how she was probing me, I don't think that my defenses were all the way up. If I'm going to be like completely fair and honest. Um, but I also wasn't really concerned because I wasn't a 
afraid. Yeah. If that makes sense. She didn't totally. feel like she looked scary. Like I describe her as a scary look, but she didn't feel scary to me. It just felt like she was curious of like, yeah. People can't really see me and you can see me and like you can you know exactly where I am too versus just like feeling something's off. You think um, she'd been an actual person in life yeah. and had somehow morphed her appearance into something scary? I was gonna ask about that too. The idea of like, I just want to see what's going on, but my guard is up by looking a little scary. Yeah. So but if she didn't think she could see her. Well, yeah, but you you don't I don't, don't know. think she was trying to be scary. I live near the water. So there's it could have been floating hair from the water if she had like drowned or something like that. There's sure. like a lot of different things that it could be. Do I think she was a real life person at one point? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. know how old she is. She didn't feel okay, so for comparison. Um, so when I dated this, this person was the first time of me sleeping over their house. Um, and I remember like rolling over in his bed and looking at his closet and there was a person, there was an actual person and there was like a heavy set man in, um, in like dress blues from like a fireman uniform. Um, not like the fireman uniform that you see when they run into the building, but like when they go to funerals, when they go like, you know, like those dress blue. Um, and he was just staring at me, but I could tell you what his face looked like. I could tell you his body shape. I could tell you all of these different things. And I turned to who is now my ex. And I was just like, so if I were to tell you that I think I see someone who's wearing fireman dress blues, would you know who that is? Mm. And he said, that is my uncle who just passed away a few months ago. Oh my God. And so Oof. it was his mother's brother. And so she was upstairs in the house as well. And she goes, he runs upstairs. Oh my God. Da, 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 da. Um, and then I said, so who's the person in the backyard then? And they were like, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> shut up. Don't shut up. But oh my God. Keep going. Sorry. And so don't, stop. Person, don't stop. Stop. <laughs> don't stop. Stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't. But so the person in the backyard was the the previous owner to that family owning the house and I was never told this story because this is my first time like sleeping over um had committed suicide in the backyard and hung himself from a tree and so I could see someone like a shadow of like an individual in the backyard did she just scare the shit out of you? Yes. <laughs> You're like disheveled. Your it's eyes are like this big. I know. It's, this is amazing. What You're a way. glowing a little bit. You're a little. I know. This is like, today has been a shit show. And oh. This is like amazing. <laughs> this is making my day. Thank so you. Excited. Thank you. Carry on. So that was, I mean, but like, so I could, I, so for him, the guy who committed suicide, it was like a shadow. I, it's like, it was not clear. I didn't see him. I just saw that there was someone standing in the backyard at like, just randomly given times. I would just look over and I would just see someone. So I would just, you know, go on about my day because I knew other people can't see them. Um, I had an ex when we lived in Brooklyn. Uh, they lived right by, um, 
Joy, where's the park? Right by the, where we went with the kids to the, um, by the F train. Prospect Park. So we're in Prospect Park. My ex-girlfriend um, lives in an old, old building, old building. And again, the first night I slept over, I walked to the bathroom and there is a cute little boy who is completely pale. So he likely has like gotten sick at some point with a bowl haircut and then short pants. So very dated like mm. clothing. And he's just standing there watching me. And I'm like, hi, how are you? Can I help you with something? Doesn't say anything, but would just be there. And so we would watch TV and he would just like show up and he would just be there. My girlfriend never saw him, but I would see him all the time, just like walking around the apartment. And oh, um, it, yeah, I mean, I had in my apartment now here in Oakland, um, there was the only way that they were just migrant kids. I just knew that they were migrant kids. Mm -hmm. And this one was probably the hardest one for me because I was cooking in my kitchen and all of a sudden there are two young girls standing in my bedroom and they're new. They're like newly dead. They're newly oh, passed God. away. And I can, it's not someone who's like, usually like if there's like short pants, like you know that they've been dead for a while, they were gonna die anyways. But like their clothing was modern and they were <sighs> newly passed away. And it felt like there was like water or something that was involved that they just could not control. And it felt like an older sister and a younger sibling. Like it felt like, and that was like the one I think that was like the hardest for me recently where I was like, All right, you need to focus on what you're doing. You cannot give this that much attention because it's going to like dissolve your whole day. Yeah. Um, because I am like looking at them and I can see their faces and I can see like the Dora the Explorer type of stuff that they're wearing. Oh like I can see that they're modern children mm -hmm. and modern kids and stuff like that. So those are like a lot harder for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just, it's not atypical. Um, another ex-girlfriend, there was only one owner of the house that she lived in. And I would sit there and I would watch every night the old owner walk into the kitchen and go grab a glass of water and then turn around and walk back. I would see her. I would just mind my business. She was doing what she needed to do. It wasn't like an active haunting. It was just like leftover energy. So I'm not like really concerned about it. She wasn't like mean or anything. But the, the other entity that was in that house was very mean. And I could, I could hear it. The dog could hear it. Like I remember at one time I, we heard like um, boots across like the floor of the attic above us no no and i remember the dog looked at me and i looked at the dog and i was like well you should go check this out because i'm not gonna go do it come on scoob yeah and then the door slams and <gasps> no. i was like okay i was like I, i'm staying in this house by myself tonight so i'm like i, I i'm not doing this um and so i did my magic stuff and I went into the kitchen and I pulled all the energy that I could think of and I could muster and I put my hands on the counter and I got into this really meditative state and I basically pushed out this net that I talked about earlier. I pushed out this net and in my mind, I covered every hole that like a mouse could come through. Mm -hmm. And like, this is how I had to think about it. Mm -hmm. And I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And I could feel like my body getting insane. I could feel like the temperature changing. I could feel like, not that I was losing balance, but I wasn't standing straight. 
um, I don't know how to describe it, but like, like an the equilibrium dog, thing. Almost like a trance type of like mm. state. Yeah. Which is like, it was, it was great because whatever I did actually stopped that individual for like a certain period of time for coming back. So it was like really good. And I like tapped into all of the, what I call my little coven of like folks that I know and like tapped into them mentally. And I was like, I need your help because whatever is here is just not good and not safe. And I cannot be here by myself and they're not going to be happy with me. And I just like, I did it and I like pushed through and pushed out. But like this, I, I these are all like common stories. Like Joy hears these stories to me all the time. I've texted her and be like, do you know someone with like curly red hair? Cause there was a woman standing in my living room earlier and I don't know who she is, but I feel like I should ask you this. Oh, <laughs> And I was like, God. wait, what? And at first I didn't know she meant like someone not living because I was like, wait, no, who, from where? I was, and I was like, oh, oh, I mean, maybe, but like, I don't, I don't know. She reminded me of Laura Dern, like that skinny, tall, um, like strawberry blonde, like curly-ish hair, not too curly. She felt like she was wearing... I think I told you she was like wearing a blue Henley shirt, if I'm not mistaken. She was definitely wearing jeans. Um, but she was creepy as as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting in my living, I'm sitting in my living room. Hang on. That was after you were here at my house. That's why you yeah. right? You I, No, I hadn't been at your house at that point, I don't think. I thought that was after I was like right after you were here. Wait. No, is that, is that right. when you were still in Long Beach? Is that when you were in Long Beach? Or was this was like a few weeks ago. She was oh, at my okay. house. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I I tattooed her in the living room. Um, <laughs> no one heard that. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> but I was like, there's nothing here, right? Nothing's here. There's nothing here. Don't tell me yeah, that. No, it's like. There's nothing I enjoy. But not in like a dead zone way. It's just nothing hung nothing. around. I need you to come to my house and tell me if if whatever was that because I talked about this in our first episode coming back he was supposed to be twins and the day that he was born he was born just after midnight and later that day in the evening my husband's a huge skeptic he and my daughter were facetiming with me and he just said to her tell mommy what happened this evening and she said we had a little girl singing in the house and also right after I lost that that twin I heard from my daughter's room late one night. Um, Hi, mommy. And it wasn't her. Um, and so I don't. Uh. <laughs> but it's like that for me is like, oh, she's she's watching over him and she's watching like she's still with us. I have to tell you that if she's there, if it's the baby and she's there and she said, hi, mommy, and she's singing and doing all these things. She's likely protecting her brother and her siblings. And so... Oh, I just got prickles up the back of my neck. Sorry. No, don't apologize. Maybe this is just something that you need to hear. But she'll probably be around for a while, probably until he is, I don't know, probably like three, four, five. It might be like an imaginary best friend. And then all of a sudden you'll see her slowly start to fade out and stuff. But she's likely here because she wants to take care of her brother. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Don't I, apologize. I to do <laughs> no, here, don't apologize. You'll probably see him on like the cameras 
like looking at something in the corner or he playing does. with someone. He already does. That's his sister. She's not gone. And I'm not just saying this to make you feel good because that's no. not my style, but she is definitely there protecting her brother. And if you hear Hi Mommy or singing, that's honestly her way of letting you know that she's there and she's not gone. The loss of a child, no matter when or how old they are, is just incredibly painful. Um, so I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah. But um, Thank she, you. she's not gone, gone. She's still part of the family until I think until she feels like she's not needed. Like we, um, we lost the pregnancy when my daughter was six months old and it was devastating for me, devastating. And I've had losses before and they're like, you know, it happens. It's part of life. It's hard. It hurts, but it happens. This one was really fucking awful. Um, and with him, I felt like I knew him immediately when he came out. And there was there's a part of me that's like, did you come back? Was it just, did you come back? Um, were you just waiting for the right time? So I wonder about that. Is there is there anything else here? That's the answer. So the 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 answer is yes, he did God. come back. So likely typically what happens and in my experience and i'm not the end all be all and everyone has different life experiences blah 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 but typically what happens is that there's a baby in the family and the baby is supposed to be assigned to that family even if that might not be the right pregnancy at the time or maybe the pregnancy didn't happen or whatever the case might be they will usually stay with the family until it's their time If you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us, you think, oh, I should send my stuff in, email us at theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And I think we have a Twitter too. No, no, we don't have one anymore uh, because F a whole bunch of that. So anyway, yeah. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, should we get back to the show? Oh, heck yeah. All right. All right. So, so far our house has been okay. Our old house, it ramped up a lot at different times, like lights turning on and off, actually hearing light switches going on and off, Mm -hmm. our television changing apps. Um, We had so many windows in our old house, and it was like didn't feel bright and we are supposed to be closing on selling a house today and it's like I know that whatever was there is not I feel like whatever was there is not gonna stay there because we're not there if that makes sense yeah well that just means you need to protect your space that means so I like so I do a lot of like Florida water I put it in like a mister and I like spritz it throughout my space and it Wait, just what, cleanses what it. water? Florida water. What's oh, that? you haven't heard of Florida water? I, I just think of Florida water as like going down to Jacksonville and like. Can I describe it? It's like fragrant, but it's like a fragrant like mist or like something you put on. It's It's not, I don't, it reminds me of like a toner, but like a toner for like anything <laughs> okay yeah 
So okay. I use it on like myself to like, if I'm going out to like a crowded place mm-hmm. or if I just come home from a really crowded place, like to get rid of other people's energies. Okay. Um, I use it around my house. Um, so this apartment there, when I first moved in, I was not able to keep the bathroom door open <gasps> because there was someone who was watching me from the bathroom. No, thank you. Every time. No, that's so rude. That is not, that's not okay. It's very creepy, but it had nothing to do with me. It came with the apartment. I live in an old building. It came with the apartment. So whoever was there was an individual who lived there prior to me. And it's just residual, you know, stuff. Also sidebar, my cousin who I was telling you about, who is like similar to me, she knew nothing about this. And then all of a sudden she texted me and she said, whoever is in your apartment has nothing to do with you. So I just want to let you know that. And I was like, cool, great. Thank you. It's like these are the conversations. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so my apartment is like a it's like a Starbucks. Um, I there was um the the woman who I saw a few weeks ago that I texted Joy about. Um, she was really creepy because she kept like looking at me, and anytime I like looked at her, she would try to make eye contact with me, which meant she was trying to get my attention, and I did not feel like speaking to her at that particular moment. Oh my god! Something was off. Something was like wrong with her eyes. I don't think it. I don't. I don't like it. Anyway, wait. What? What don't you think? What don't you think? Keep going. What don't you think? I don't think that that form might have been her real form. That's what I was gonna say. <gasps> yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Okay. There was something off with her eyes. The way that she was looking at me. The costume. It was a a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you brought her home from somewhere in Long Beach? I mean, not Joy's house, obviously, but. Obviously not Joy's house. But I mean, she could have come from like the airport. She could have come from like sitting next to someone. She could have come, you know, because my bag touched someone else's bag. She could oh have come God. because it's like an old apartment building. Bianca stopped at my house on the way back home from another event. So she okay. was like, there were a lot of people and spaces that she had been, you know, in contact with. Okay. And I was, I was drinking. So, which is not typical for me. So because I was drinking, I don't have my same layer of defense. I don't have my, because mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty bit more solid on that. So there, it, she could have come from a variety of different places. I, who knows where she came from? Um, but then also my apartment is like I said, like a Starbucks. And so there's like an actual door that in like, if you think about like your third eye or whatever you want to call, mm-hmm. there's like a door that I can see. And it's like a revolving door, like a little, like a re- little, and it's like between my bedroom and the living room. And so what my wall looks like is not actually what it looks like. It feels more like, like a city street outside the window where like people are like walking around, um, I can, I've seen like time periods that are not our current time period and things like that. Um, But so people were coming in and like, so I, there was a while I wouldn't sleep in my bedroom because there were people waiting in my bedroom to talk to me and like, just like lining up of like different individuals who wanted to be seen or wanted to be talked to or wanted to like, continue some type of conversation or just like you can see me so like like what's happening type of whatever right um and so I would put like a separation between me and them but they would still be in my bedroom they would still be here and I would still feel like this is really weird I have a question okay 
how old I have a bunch of questions. <laughs> how old is the building you're living in? Do you know? It was built in 1970. Okay. Do you know what was there before that? And no. so I'm thinking, okay, we're on the West coast. So earthquakes are a thing. I am trying to figure out if the oh, land fine. was no, but not even just that, if the land was originally, um, a different sort of place, if it was a commercial area, if there would have been a kind of revolving door, literal or figurative in that space, if there was an earthquake that shifted the land somewhere else and it used like, I'm just trying to get a feel for so, the area. I live near downtown. So like, oh, so it's busy. Yeah, it's very busy. But um, so fun fact I heard. So Joy, you remember the staples by your house in Brooklyn. Remember it was between your yes. house and my house? Yes. Do you know that the Staples is built on top of a revolutionary war hero cemetery? What? No, but it doesn't surprise me. There's 800 people who are buried there. They were Shut essentially up. like, and the Staples is right on top of it. So that's the one by the old stone house. You mean by where the, the Dodgers, like the used to practice that was like an old, old the Dodgers used to practice. I don't know what they talking about. The Dodgers used to practice. Come on, joy. They were from Brooklyn for a minute. They were. Um, the one by the park. Yes. By yes. The, on fourth. The, yeah. yeah. The old stone house, which is one of like the historic places there. I have a picture. Hold on. Hold on. Do it. Should be a TV show because here is a picture of Enzo at that park. Here's the old stone house. And that's the fucking staples. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah. Exactly it. It's I went, super weird down there. When I went to that 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 tour I was telling you about, that's where they pointed out. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh cool. Yeah. No, I didn't know that that was a cemetery, but that whole that whole area over there. I mean, I love that stone house thing and I don't know. I, I like love that whole there. area. You know that area. Yeah. Yeah. That whole area is great. We were there a lot with Enzo when he was little. I mean, he was like learning how to walk in that playground and stuff. I went to a, can, am I allowed to like talk about the name of the place I went to? The sure. I went to? Yeah. Oh, okay. so Spit I went it to, all like, out. Mad, Madame Morbid's uh, historical tour in Brooklyn. I was there, I was in Brooklyn last week and it was like nine o'clock and they, we drove all around Brooklyn. We went to the Navy Yard. We went through um different neighborhoods things that were still there things that were not still there and there was like a lot of history there was a lot of like cemeteries that people said that they dug up and moved that are not actually moved no they just picked up the headstones and moved them yeah yeah no, that's yeah. a and common then theme right over it so the yeah. staples is on top and they were it was like the first it was the battle of brooklyn actually it was the first battle of the revolutionary war which is battle of brooklyn where essentially these folks went and sacrificed themselves you know whatever they do to like fall on the sword for the for the red coast or whatever you want to call it um and so they're oh, like you mean my people yeah you're you're fucking people my people i'm sorry mm -hmm. whatever you're here now yeah welcome <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to see if I can get on that tour because we're going to be you in should. New York at the end of the year. I'm going to see if I can do that. You should. It was a lot of fun. So wait, you sixth sense things like you see dead people and, but you go on the, those kind of tours and stuff. 
Well, it's historical. I I love I love Alcatraz. I love going. To- oh my god! Okay, tell us. Well, actually, no. I have I have one quick question. How yeah. old were you when all of this started? Like, has this just been normal? Like, you grew up like. Yes. Oh my god. My mom and my aunt have stories of. So I went to a Catholic school that was uh, run by nuns. Oh god, so I'm so sorry. Convent. Me too. My favorite a convent and a chapel. And my aunt would tell me I would come home and tell her stories of like the different dead people I saw in school on like a regular <laughs> basis. Oh God. This has just been like normal. It was normal for me to be pulled out of bed as a child. It was normal for me oh, to honey. be like floating. It was actually worse as a child because I didn't have the defenses and I didn't have the vocabulary to like explain what was happening or to mm-hmm. explain what I was thinking, feeling, or like smelling or to tell people to, or when I say people, I mean, no longer living folks to like, leave me alone. And then, you know, all those different things. So it was harder as a child. Um, as an adult, I wish I had more, I don't know, training of like, how to like hone in on this better. Like if there was like a real school or like a book or like something of like, this is what you need to do next. But that's not really like, not linear like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's been yeah. my whole life my whole life has just been seeing things that weren't there and so it's never been weird until I couldn't you know I mean maybe this is your calling there's no book there's no class I would go to your school I would go I would 100 I need more training I definitely need more training sometimes the training is in the teaching right write that shit down yes Ooh, copyright joy We'll make you one. Don't worry about it. Um, Thank you. I, so one of the things you talked about was third eye. And something that Joy and I have discussed is when you see something, well, with our experience, like I know that when I, if like I haven't really seen that much, I've I've really clearly seen one older man and it was my friend's grandfather and it was like fucking decades ago and he was standing outside the sliding door at nighttime at her house just looking in and it wasn't scary I was like oh but I didn't like see him see him it was like a projection and do you know what I mean is is that like do you see them see them does that make sense I'm sorry I don't we have this no we have this conversation all the time I'm always asking the same fucking thing we always do this because we can't get the right grasp on it right (laughs) so I think it's different for everybody. And I think it's also different on the level of energy the spirit has, right? So it takes a lot of energy to be like, not transparent. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of energy to be seen, especially by people who don't typically see things. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of energy and it's very draining. So usually those type of energies are either super, super powerful or it's like a one-time thing, you don't really see it that often. Or um, if it's not like a residual, like like you know, someone like going and getting like a glass of water every single yeah. night. It's like it's it's so so for me, it, it depends on a few different things. Like I can see just figures and like have an idea of who it is, what they look like, and the whole nine yards. Um, but you wouldn't see it and other folks might not see it. It definitely does feel like sometimes like a, um, 
he's like those old movies, those old newsreels, like on top of re- the reality that I know. Right. Um, yes. So it, it can feel like that. And then sometimes it's just, I can see it in my eye. I can give you every single detail and it makes me feel like slightly crazy sometimes. Like, am I seeing things type thing? But I know that I'm not crazy because my mother had me tested, but also like, (laughs) but also like I can see things and explain things in detail that mean something to somebody else. Right. And so it's like, it's a mix of like two different worlds. Like, so yeah, like I, the, the best thing I can describe it is either like a comic book on top of like a real book or like a newsreel, like the old black and white newsreels on top of like modern day reality. So almost like a projection of like what you're seeing, but it also depends, I think, on like the energy that's come over. Or like a double exposure. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's a better. It sounds like a Polaroid transfer, like that, that way. Yeah. 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 Recently I, I was comparing what I felt I saw and I don't want to say what I saw because I didn't see something go across the room, but I felt at your house. No, I was at a friend's house. Okay. Okay. And I was trying to compare notes with them and I was like, but I see the figure this way and this is what they're wearing. And this is the shade of the thing they're wearing. And it's almost like they're underwater because it's billowy, but it's not like, and they have dark hair and like, the other person was like yes and it's like this color and I was like yes and it looks like this and we're like time period and it was eerily the same but I can't say that I like looked at something and saw another figure there it was like a thud in my brain (laughs) so what I'm going to say is I disagree with you in terms of your interpretation of whether you saw something or not because you did see something you didn't see it with the eyes that you normally use every single day. You saw it with a different set of eyes. So you okay. did see it, but you just didn't use your ocular devices that you normally use. Okay. All right. I also just watched this ancient aliens where they talk about the pineal gland that's right here and how it's actually a light sensitive part of yours. So it's a third eye, the whole thing. We're going to do an ancient aliens episode and you're going to kicking and screaming if I have to, but mm, anyway. Only if we can do uh, creepy stories on Reddit, which I tend to go down like creepy kid stories. It's fine. Okay. So anyway, wait, back to there's, there's a gland, a gland there. The pineal gland is here. And what they were saying was that it is a light sensitive organ. So they were comparing it to the idea of a third eye being an actual thing that could have existed in otherworldly beings and interpret. It's a whole thing. But like, hmm. it was just an interesting thing that makes me think of third eye and seeing things differently and whatever i had to throw it in because i just watched it yesterday. no carry on so anyway back to you um, yes i like, yeah i don't even know like what i mean i have like so many stories i could talk about like keep going. people coming into the apartment i could talk about like i've seen like different beings um oh like uh, what the, like what the only way that i could describe this individual and i i'm going to use he him because it just felt masculine Okay. Um, it was just a figure in a shape, but if you were to look at him, it was like a constellation in a human form. 
Ooh. So like it looked like stars and like the night sky, but in like a human form. And that was actually the night that my bedroom was pretty freaking packed. And this is the night joy that I called you the next day. And I said, I think I need to get pregnant soon. Um, yeah. He came in through not the regular door, but another side door. I was laying back on my couch. He walked into the living room and he walked right up against the couch. Um, but he wasn't like talking to me. He was talking to the folks behind me who were in my bedroom. Um, who it was like a really packed house and I didn't want to sleep in my bedroom. And they were like very respectful of staying in the bedroom, but like there was a lot of them. Um, and I don't know exactly what he was saying, but he kept like moving and referencing me and like moving his hands back and forth. And then all of a sudden it felt like the, the kind of like the, the bedroom kind of like cleared out and it got like a little bit quieter and a little less noisy. Um, and then he like, like stood over me and I remember feeling like almost like he hovered his hand over my midsection. And it was like, at that point I was like, I, so just to be clear for everyone, historically, I have been anti-mom. I have not wanted to be a mom. I'm a really good aunt. I'm like the best aunt. Enzo will definitely agree. Everyone will agree. I'm like the best aunt ever. Um, this story but sounds that, familiar to my history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at that exact moment, I was like, I need to get pregnant and I need to have a child. And it's going to be a boy. I don't know if it's really going to happen this way, but like this is this is the initial feeling that came over my body. And it was like this like switch had turned on of like this desperation to have a kid. And it had never been there before. And then this individual turned around and like walked out and I'm like sitting in my house and my house is like eerily quiet. And all of a sudden the creepy guy who was in the, the bathroom is no longer around. And now my, my entire bedroom, which was like packed with people is like quiet. And then it was like this really amazing feeling because I, I realized that at that moment, what I needed to do next, and I don't know who this person was, but it felt safe, comfortable, and like this is what I was supposed to be doing. Wow. Do you think it might have been some kind of guide? I think so. Do you think they bounced everybody out of your house and they were like, now you sit here and, and stay with this information and digest uh, it quietly so you can. Yes. I think they definitely organized of like, you cannot bombard her like this. This is not like you need to get her space because what you're getting is not what you're going to want to get. I still see the creepy guy in the apartment building. Um, I see him in the hallways. I don't see him in my bathroom oh. anymore. Okay. Oh. What? Tell, tell me about creepy guy. I have no idea what he looks like. I just know that <sighs> I cannot have that bathroom door open. And I, it, well, now I can, but before it felt like people, someone was staring at me. Like it felt like the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. I never felt alone. He's a um, watcher. He's, he's, yeah. he's a watcher. Oh God! Yeah, for sure. I hate that. When my that. my mom and I went on vacation, and I don't think I told you the story. Right? My mom and I went I on vacation. Know. She and I, like, I don't, 
have like a lot of anxiety, but I was having major anxiety before we were leaving. Like I was freaking out. Like my mom turned to me and was like, and this is not my mom. So just understand. She was like, do you want to smoke a joint? Because you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> she was like, you can do it in your apartment. I don't care. But you need to do something to calm down. And so Aww. I was like super anxious. And I couldn't figure out. And I was almost at the point of like, we should cancel this trip. Because like I, there's something off. There's something I don't like. Um, but we went on the trip and the trip is great. And the trip is everything we needed to be. And my mother is a freak show. So I know that she checked every window and every door to make sure that my apartment was locked shut and great before I left. Right. We were gone for like almost two weeks. We walked back into the apartment and you would have thought that I had just burned like 15, like sticks of incense in my apartment because it smelled like a incense in church and like something had just burned. <gasps> and church I, incense yeah I had incense in my house I did not burn it before I left my neighbors did not burn incense I never smell anything from any of my other neighbors apartments ever and we then I was like mom do you smell that and she's like I do this is weird I was like all right and so we like dropped our bags and went outside and went to grab dinner by the time we came back the scent was completely gone nothing had happened I hadn't opened any windows I hadn't done anything Right. So we thought it was just a fluke. Oh, my God. Except I just got back from New York, what, like six days ago? Yeah. And the new individual that we've, I've been texting about um, and uh-huh. I walk, picks me up from the airport, walk into my apartment. Every single window is closed. The exact same thing. And I was like, do you smell like there's incense burning? She's like, yeah, actually it does. It smells like there's incense burning in your apartment right now. Oh my God. And there wasn't, because it wasn't there. So when I leave for like long periods of time, it smells like incense when I get back. You are haunted by a fish fan. You are haunted by a jam band. No, church incense is not that. White Church people with is a different thing. wearing no. hemp's and driving Stop Ford talking Explorers. about my husband. I'm so, God. I, I mean, no. I do live in the Bay Area, so. But church incense is a very different thing. Like, I can't stand the patchouli, what you're talking about, fish show shit. But I love church incense. It is a very different smell. And if you've got, like, star man, bouncer dude, like keeping tabs on stuff maybe while you're gone saying I don't care that she's not here that doesn't mean you can hang out maybe it's that I have no idea I haven't really like dived into it or dove into it that much it's just it it doesn't happen often like I can go away for a week and come back and it doesn't happen and then I can go away for a week and come back and it literally smells like I just burned everything in my apartment and there was no rhyme or reason. Oh, that dude with the, the watcher guy that was previously in the bathroom. It reminds me of how I felt about something that I felt at Annie's shop in the hallway there. That kind of feeling of like, I'm just watching and I'm not making like any sort of This feels like an angry person who used to live in this building. This feels like this used to be not whether it not be my apartment or I used to live here or something. It's like an angry individual. So this is someone who's angry at something that has nothing to do with me. 
um, no, but is angry good. at the world. Well, it, it, it's not good, but also there was like a separation. Like there was like a clear separation between me and them of yeah. like, like, so when I would do like my protection, right? My bubble, my circle, my net, whatever you want to call it. When mm-hmm. I would do it in my head, it would automatically skip the bathroom because I would do it for all four walls, right? but it would automatically skip the bathroom because that was not my space. And so after, you know, constellation guy came in and like cleared stuff out when I do it, it's very different. Now I can do the entire bathroom in the way that I couldn't do before that was his space. And I was impeding on his space and he was pissed. So who the hell are you? Why are you in my space? Why are you here? All of these different things. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I was like, hey, listen, like you do you think, I do me, I will take a shower, I will clean up, but like you are not coming into my house. Like just let's very, be very clear. You are not welcome here. You can stay in the bathroom because it's connected to the rest of the apartment. But the rest of my house where I live, you are not welcome here. And so um, I would, yeah, that would happen. And then, oh, there was this other time I went on a date with this other individual and um they were not an empath but they were sensitive light type of situation and um it was their first time visiting san francisco and if you're not familiar with san francisco we do not take care of our homeless here we do not care of our take care of our unhoused folks long beach is very similar yeah yeah, there's lots of like mental health things that are happening but a lot of people who that we talk up to being schizophrenic or like all these different things actually have more abilities than we give them credit for. Sure. And so they get attached to things and things attach themselves. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, addiction is a symptom of trauma, but like addiction is also a symptom of traumatic like experiences that you might have seen as a kid, including, you know, paranormal stuff. Yeah, we, we just, were just talked about this last week. Yeah, we were just talking about this. Like this exact thing. It, yeah. Like it, amazing. So, mm-hmm. that, so yes. if you look at like a lot of people who are psychic, a lot of them are diagnosed with ADHD too. If you like look into that. Yeah. So um, this individual was walking around San Francisco and, you know, they don't have the same level of skill that I have. They're not thinking I need to put myself in a the bubble. They're not thinking I need to protect my individual spirit. And so they came back with all of this like smut on them where mm-hmm. it felt gross, where you like feel heavy, you feel like something's attached to you. Yeah. And their personality had changed. Mm. And it, like, they were being like a little bit more of a dick to me than they like had the right to be. And so I was like, you know what? I'm actually gonna go home. I don't really need to be here. This is not, whatever is happening here has nothing to do with me, but I don't need to involve myself in it. And I came home and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking and I'm like thinking it out and I'm talking to like my friends about like, this is a really weird experience I have with this human. Like, I, I just don't understand what's going on. And then I was like, I think I need to like clear out my space. And so I started staging my apartment and like, so I did everything and I was like, oh, I forgot the bathroom. Hold on. Let me go do the bathroom again. And the minute I did the bathroom, things started falling off my living room wall. Shut up. Oh, no. Like things that had been hung up there. There was nothing shaking. There was no earthquakes. There was no nothing. But there were like masks and pictures and like things that I have that are hung on my wall that just started falling off. Because whatever attached themselves to that human 
had followed me home. And that's why I was uncomfortable in my house. Mm -hmm. And so I cleared everything, but this one space. And I was like, Oh, let me go clear that one space. Let me go. I forgot about that. And then there was like feelings and people got pissed off because I got kicked out of my house. Mm -hmm. So like the idea of having protection, especially if you're any type of sensitive is something that folks really need to pay attention to and really need to like figure out what works for them because you will invite that energy and will attach to you. And then you'll get like a personality change of like, I don't know why I'm angry for no reason. I don't understand why I'm so sad. I don't understand like why this is happening. And it's because something came wrong with you. Now, obviously there's also like mental health issues and people like don't not go to a therapist and don't go to your psychiatrist and don't take, not take do both, do both, go to therapy and (laughs) right. And like stage your house. But then when you stage your house, folks, this is really important. When you stage your house, make sure that you're burning something sweet behind it because you're clearing out all of the energy, but you're not inviting the good energy back in. So when you stage your house and you don't burn something sweet behind it, you're allowing whatever just happened to come back because you didn't invite the good energy to come in. So what I do is I either stage or like clear out my house with, with like a Palo Santo or whatever, and then burn lavender or oh. like burn something sweet right afterwards because you're inviting the good energy back and that's going to help protect you in the future as well. Love that's that. Smart. Good advice. Good advice. Yeah. Oh man. This yeah. I um I will like open every single thing in this house. If I'm like doing a big, I, I used to do it in Glendale more because that place was, oh, that place was, that was a exhausting that was a transportation hub of shit. Um, with this house is not, but like I open the closets, I go in the shower, like every place. I'm just like, all of it. Don't forget a closet. Don't forget a bathroom. Don't forget that weird storage space under your stairs. If you have one, like get it all. Keep a window, keep a window open so Mm -hmm. it has a space to go. And then once you're done clearing everything out, you shut it and you burn something good. Yeah, that's smart. I like that idea. Because if you get rid of everything, you get rid of the good too. Intention is everything. Intention is when you light the candle. I, I don't know about you guys. I do a lot of like candle work. I do a lot of like um, having different colored candles, meaning different colored things. And like intention is in key because any, I mean, someone says white it's so you know purity color and blah, blah, blah. yeah sure it is but if you had like a negative intention while you set that candle it means jack shit to anybody so mm-hmm. like intention is key um being broad is key and then just being be careful what you ask for because it might yeah. show up in a way that you didn't expect it um and i had written on some bay leaves that my my um my aunt has a bay tree in um florida and i'd written intentions on some bay leaves and one of the intentions was i want to be happy and i want to love my job right like my actual real work but i didn't specify how we were going to find a job that i was going to be happy about mm-hmm. we didn't specify that then bianca was going to lose her job and be unemployed for like a very long period of time mm. before she's going to find the job that she, that I, not she, I, I actually asked for. It's yeah. exact, my job and the company I work for is exactly what I asked for, but I wasn't really clear on how I wanted to get there. So like 
when you make intentions and you make you have to be very specific about what you're asking for but you have to also understand that it might not go the linear way that you expect it to happen sure. yeah and it's like super important so i when i said i wanted to be happy what i didn't realize but i was cutting ties with a bunch of people that i had considered indestructible relationships because mm. it was not making me happy and that those were toxic places and those were toxic people for me. But I didn't realize I was going to have to go through a whole bunch of garbage like before I get there. So when yeah. you're setting these intentions and when you're setting things out, you just need to be really clear and careful and be accepting of how the lessons delivered, because it's not always going to be delivered in the way that you want it to be delivered. Because if that was the case, it'd be a piece of cake to live every single day. But you have to go through right. like the bullshit first. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's really good to know because I uh, I went to like a full moon ceremony thing because yeah. I don't know why I'm talking quietly about it. I have I I have some stuff I need to work through with my mm -hmm. woo woo mm -hmm. shit, but anyway, um, and we did intentions, and one of the intentions I set out was because we needed to move, we didn't have enough room, and um we were having a really hard time because the market was bunkers and um, that was the intention that I set. I wish I'd set like by this date because we didn't like his due date was the end of September. I started going into early labor early July and then we didn't close on our house until mid August and then moved end of August. And it was very stressful, very stressful. And that while that intention and that request of the universe, it came through, just like you're saying, it was not without a fuck ton of stress. But that is such a good thing to know now because I have some things that I'd really like to set intentions for and now I know the right way to go about it because I don't want to have the clusterfuck in between. But didn't also know that sometimes the clusterfuck is required. Right. For you to mm -hmm. appreciate the lesson that you have just learned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a million stories like this. I can, I mean, there's just, Well, listen. I know. I could be here forever, except I have a meeting in like 15 minutes. Guys. I know. I was just going <laughs> to say, let's agree to do this again some other time yes yeah um and then you I can you can come up with like topics like the time i see like dead people who are related to me or like people who are related to like you guys can come up with topics and i'm sure i could come up with like whatever you want to hear i am very excited for this this journey to continue i told you i told you i you know what she's a I gem was, i was not prepared uh, no, she's In wonderful. Case you Everything. Tell. Wonderful. All kinds of things are wonderful about her. I love you her. You have made <laughs> my fucking day. You've made my Listen, month. I am happy to do so. I oh am happy God. to do so. Joy gets stuck with these random stories like all the time. Like I'll just send her like, hey, let me tell you something weird. And she's like, oh my God, I need you for my podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah, Can we start a group text? Because I need these yeah. as well. I would yeah. really appreciate that. Um, sure. Yeah, thank you. Oh my God, this is amazing. Okay, I'll set that up later. Um, no, I, uh, uh, oh fuck, I 
lost my train of thought. Okay, well oh, no. here it is. Come, come we're visit. going to we're going yes. to end the the episode now. Yes, you're going to do the. I always ask these silly things about gratitudes, and then Bianca's going to answer. It's not silly, Joy. It, it is. is. It's not. It's silly. wonderful. It's wonderful. I just ask, what is something that you are grateful for today? Well, today I am grateful for a few different things. I am grateful for my amazing friendship with Joy and that she has always been someone who's comfortable talking about stuff like this with. I am grateful for the fact that she has found her niche and created this podcast and like shared it. Um, I am grateful for the fact that we're texting about doing tattoos in like the next few months or whatever. And then I get to have a date with my little dude. Um, and I am really grateful that I have recently met in someone who is trying their best to make me happy by for not forcing, but encouraging me to trust them and encouraging me that this relationship will not be like the rest of them and that we're going to show you what a normal relationship looks like that doesn't end in trauma oh my god i love that i love that for you because it's so nice just by talking to you for a little bit you are a bright beacon of light and if anything, you deserve to have someone who doesn't dim it. You deserve to have someone who just pours some gasoline on that flame of yours <laughs> because you deserve all of the happiness and love. Thank you. That makes me so happy for you. Oh, my God. Oh, Sorry. I just met you. It just makes me really happy for you. Sorry, I've got hormones. I just That makes exactly. me really Don't happy for you. I appreciate it because I feel really happy and I have been sharing it throughout the world. So happiness should be shared. So I appreciate your mm -hmm. level of happiness. And yeah, I'm, I love joy. Like this better make it for the podcast, joy. <laughs> I love joy so much. And she is such one of my, I told her back in the day, she's part of my coven. And mm -hmm. so, um, I am 150% grateful that she is my friend and that she listened to me when I told her that we were going to be friends forever. And it better make it in because if it doesn't make it in, I'm filing a complaint with the FCC, okay? Fine. They don't know about us anyway. It's all right. Fuck, yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, they, they will care. now because Bianca will. Da, 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 and you would. I would, like to, I would like to speak to a manager, please. Oh okay. My God. <laughs> Bianca's going to go full Karen. This is oh amazing. Full Karen. I'm here for this. Karen. I'm here for this. Just don't get the hair <sighs> cut. Okay. We don't, we don't want the, the Kate Gosling there. cut there. Get in there. Um, Joy, you're next. Um, fine. I won't talk about Halloween candy this time, mm. but we still have plenty. Uh, I will echo that I am very grateful for my relationship with Bianca because it was just so easy. You know, like sometimes you have to be like, oh, I don't know, like especially with like mom friend stuff now being like a parent where it's just like, I don't know how to do this because I was bad at dating too. Like we just sat down and... It was like, oh, we've known each other forever. 
Um, this is really easy. I feel like we can say anything to one another and the other one will know that it's not coming from a hurtful place. It's coming from like a legit question or like whatever it is. Like we can talk about tough topics and joke around about things. And it's just really nice to have a friend that I feel knows me and like I can be myself around and like say silly things and just, I don't know. I, I have lost myself a little the last few years. <laughs> now I'm crying. I hate both of you. Um, <laughs> I've lost myself a little bit the last few years since we moved here. And it's nice having somebody that I can just be like, nope, she, she gets me and she knows where I'm coming from and nothing's going to be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. I love you. I and love if you, you disappear, it doesn't matter. We come back to exactly how it was. Nothing's changed. Right. That's yeah. true friendship. That really There's not is. like that, oh, well, I didn't hear from you, so you're a jerk, you know, or like mm-hmm. any like weird yeah. passive aggressive stuff. It's just like, sorry, like we were doing things it's not no there's there's no apology required because people have lives and people have things and my friendship with joy is not based on a time period or you know constant communication it's based on great communication and like good important moments and she's the reason i actually moved to california she'll we'll talk about it another time but like but like we're just like truly like hearing about relationships and things that are going on in your life and stuff is just I'm truly elated when things are going the way you want like it makes me happy when you're getting what you deserve and and getting the love you deserve and all of the things so yes (laughs) oh my god I just got my lashes done I can't cry (laughs) sorry they're gonna ruin the glue all right oh wait I didn't do my gratitude quick let's go I got a phone call while we were doing this that officially our old house is no longer ours. It has new guardians. It is their first home as and as it was our first home. Amazing. And it's like I couldn't be happier for them or happier for us. It is Great. done. It is Fantastic. fucking done. So I'm yeah. So happy. Me too. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna cut the short really fast now. Ready? Until next time. Thank you, Bianca. We love you. Thank you so much. Until next time. Save yourself as. And don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. <laughs> the burn lavender after you page. Yes, yes. That's yes. fantastic. I lo- I'm going to go do that now. <laughs> I love you. I'll see you soon. Love you too. Bye. 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 Sometimes the training is in the teaching. Right? (laughs) Write that shit down.